Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the healthiest of them all? Would your mirror lie to you? We're going to find out in today's podcast of Eat Plants, Feel Whole, a program that's designed to help you harness the healing power of plants and transform your health. I'm your host, Todd Chobatar. I serve as publisher and editor-in-chief of Advent Health Press. Today, we're talking to lifestyle medicine specialist, Dr. George Guthrie, about his book, Eat Plants, Feel Whole. Welcome, Dr. Guthrie. Thank you. I appreciate that, Todd. Now, Dr. Guthrie, today, we're looking at this topic of, could my mirror lie to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've had some interesting experiences in your life when it comes to uh, to the mirror, looking in the mirror, that even dates back to early childhood. That's Take correct. us into that. <clears throat> when I was young, I was always the short, fat kid in school. Really? This was not always comfortable. I wanted to be taller. I wanted to be thin and faster like the rest of the kids. I, I, an episode that stands out in my mind was... Uh, visiting the swimming pool with my parents and siblings. And I remember going to the pool and there was, at the swimming pool, there was something I could do better than any of the other kids. Oh, and that uh-huh. was uh, something that we identified as the cannonball. If you've got the kids, cannonball. you probably just know something about it. It's a childhood classic. I could make a bigger splash than anybody else. And of course that made me feel good. Sure. Yeah. So I would jump off the diving board, make this big splash, and then run around, get to the ladder, back up around to do it again because it made me feel good made about feel myself. Good. And That's of course, right. you were the bounce up out of the water and say, did you see that? How far did it go? Yeah. And I was excited about it. Mm-hmm. So I was wearing out on this. Many of my friends had already quit and it was just me left kind of doing this myself. Um, I got to the ladder, getting ready to go around again. And there was a kid there that I didn't know. And you know, using my elbow, I actually got up the ladder first. Mm-hmm. Water, pushed him out of the way a little. Pushed him out of the way, water dripping out from behind. Mm-hmm. And, and as I went up, he said, <clears throat> fat lump. Now, I had never heard this before. I had never been called a fat lump, but this was brand new to me. Uh-huh. And it immediately brought tears to my young eyes. Sure. Well, when you're hurt, where do you go? Yeah, go to mom. Well, our mom or dad. So yeah. I found dad and I said, Dad, he called me a fat lump. And my father said, <laughs> I never heard that before. <laughs> that didn't help. It didn't so help. Thanks, so I've had, a, I've had a hard time with this word fat ever since then. And, mm-hmm. and I prefer to use a different word. Okay. All right. Fluffy. Fluffy. <laughs> I mean, it's more like grandma, right? Oh, it is. It I is. mean, you can sit in grandma's lap and, and the fluff, that's comforting. It's okay? comforting. And I it's go with much that, yeah. better than fat. I like fluffy, yes. Now, since I've gotten a little older and uh, made some lifestyle changes, mm-hmm. my weight is much better than it certainly would have been uh-huh. if I'd have continued on that same journey. Okay. And as a lifestyle medicine specialist, someone who helps other people change their lifestyles, make them more healthy, I often have the opportunity to share with people about weight loss. Now, you've brought up in your introduction about the mirror. Absolutely. Would it lie to you? Mm -hmm. And the truth is that it it absolutely can. Now, how? I use a story to kind of explain this. Mm -hmm. So consider uh, two friends, Mm -hmm. Abe and Bill. Mm -hmm. They're both about the same height 
they're both about the same weight. Okay. Okay. Put them on the scale. That's what they look like. Abe and they're Bill, about fifty percent right? muscle and fifty percent fluff. Fluff. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So Abe and Bill decide they're going to lose weight. Abe does this every year. You know, mm-hmm. he that grapefruit diet works good for him. He buys a case of grapefruit in a mm-hmm. Florida grapefruit. Mm-hmm. That'll do it. And so maybe, maybe as a New Year's resolution, uh, or New maybe Year's coming resolution, up to the summer, he wants to drop a few pounds. Whatever it may yeah, be, right. it's the grapefruit diet, and grapefruit it works. Grapefruit diet, all right. And so he eats nothing but grapefruit mm-hmm. for a month. Okay. And sure enough, his weight drops. He's down. 15, 18 pounds and really feeling good about himself, it works every time. Mm-hmm. Now, Bill, on the other hand, was um, looking through his local bookstore and ran across a book called Eat Plants, Feel Whole. I like okay. that option. <laughs> and he decided he would try this. So, mm-hmm. I, yes, he kind of added some exercise and he began to choose foods that were not calorically dense. Whole plants, whole plant not foods, refined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So kind of in the package in which God created them. Uh-huh. And as he ate those, there were fewer calories and his weight began to come down. It was a slow sort of a thing. I mean, at the end of a month, he may be down five, maybe seven, down a little bit. Yeah, a little he's bit, happy uh, about that. Yeah. He's feeling healthy. So Abe and Bill are downtown, you know, who knows, Bill? Mm-hmm. And they meet each other in front of the uh, uh, barbershop. And, and Abe says, hey, Bill, you're, you're looking good. What you been doing? Losing some weight? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. How much have you lost? Well, I've lost like seven pounds. Well, that's great. <laughs> what did you do? Well, I ate the, uh, I got this book, Eat Plants, Feel Whole, mm-hmm. and I followed it, and, and it worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Abe, you've also lost some weight. How much have you lost? Ah, he says, I'm down 20 pounds. It's that grapefruit diet. It works every time. Mm -hmm. And uh, Bill is saying to himself, I wonder if I did the wrong thing. The wrong thing. Maybe the grapefruit diet would have been better. Mm -hmm. I argue that we need to know more than what the scales say because the scales can lie to us. Uh When we go on a crash diet, Mm -hmm. as Abe did, we lose about 50% fat and 50% fluff. Oh, okay. So at the end of the month, when Abe is finished, his muscle mass has also dropped. So if he goes back to eating the same way he was eating before, the same number of calories, it'll go right back up. And so often we see this happening with people. They have the crash diet followed by the weight gain, and it often goes even higher. Kind of this yo-yo diet that you hear about from time to time. That's right. I like to call it the rhythm method of girth control. (laughs) (laughs) And it doesn't work either. (laughs) It doesn't work either? (laughs) On the other hand, the best way of doing this is the way Bill has done it, is the long, slow way. Because he hasn't put his body into an emergency mode, he's slowly burning uh, calories, not muscle calories, but the fat calories, the fluff calories. And as those leave, he's losing the stuff he really needs to get rid of. Ah. And inside his body, he's getting healthier. You see, he's chosen a lifestyle change rather than a crash diet. And a lifestyle change does best with long, slow weight loss. And that, is, I, I'm hearing, hearing you saying, is better because it's more permanent? Well, yes, it's more permanent and it's less 
negative on the body. It's less stressful. Ah, You're much less likely to burn up that muscle. And Because I want to keep the muscle. I want to lose the fluff, but right. I want to keep the muscle. And a diet is something that has an end. Mm-hmm. A lifestyle is something that you embrace for health in the long run. Uh-huh. It's actually much better to lose that weight at maybe maximum about one or two pounds a week. If you get below that, you start to have uh, trouble. Uh-huh. Now, I, you use that word diet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like I've heard the word diat uses like an acronym yes, for something yes. before. Dare I eat that. Dare I That's eat that. That's what they all say when they're doing it. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and the downside of that is that it keeps me uh, in a mode of this is a short-term thing. I'm going to jump into this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drop a bunch of weight real quick. And then in my mind, everything's going to be good. Uh, but we... yet... We in the Western world really like things fast. I want it now. Yep. And, and we want this kind of crash fast diet. It makes us feel good. And indeed, there, is, there are some health benefits from it. But in the long run, when you gain that weight back, uh, there's, while some of the benefits last for time, overall, there seems to be a negative effect. And that's why my scales or the mirror really can lie to me because exactly. it looks like I'm losing weight which I am, mm-hmm. but it's not really the best solution for me. It's not the picture the... of what's inside. Yeah. And remember, Bill was losing, at the end of the, uh, you know, the month, Bill had lost all fat mm-hmm. and no muscle, which means he continues to have a, a continued, he tolerates, he loses weight better. Loses okay? weight better, he, yeah. Because, I mean, he's not going back the way he was eating. We don't want him to go back. But if he did... The weight wouldn't bounce back on because he still has that muscle mass. Each pound of muscle burns between 35 and 50 calories per day. Just sitting there, mm-hmm, not exercising. Mm-hmm. Each pound of fat burns between two and three calories per day. Just sitting there. Just sitting there. So I really want to hang on to you the muscle. You really want to hang on to the muscle. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Now, you know, when you talk about this, Dr. Guthrie, it makes me think a little bit about that, uh, that old children's story that I read to my kids when mm-hmm. they were growing up called The Tortoise and the Hare. Yes. And the uh, the tortoise was all about getting there quick, but then the the the, the uh, sorry you the got hair the was I got yeah, the backwards. <laughs> got the <laughs> so the, the hair, hair was, was quick. quick, but the tortoise slow and steady. Mm-hmm. Slow and steady is best. And that's the that's what we want to think of when we're looking at. Okay, I like this picture, and I'd like to make this point, if I may. <clears throat> okay, if one use, loses a pound a week for a year, mm-hmm. taking one week off for Christmas and your birthday. Okay. Seems fair. That's 50 pounds a year, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you weigh 250 pounds, mm-hmm. the first year, you're down to 200. Mm-hmm. The next year, you're down to 150. Mm-hmm. The next year, you're down to 100. Mm-hmm. The next year, you're down to 50. And the next year... <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere, <laughs> Somewhere in that process, it seems like I'd want to stop. The physiology does that. It the does closer that you good. get to your ideal body weight... Mm-hmm the harder the weight tends to come off. Your Uh body tends to stabilize that off. Hmm. It's much harder for someone who's at their ideal body weight to lose 20 pounds than for somebody who's 150 pounds overweight. So that's just another principle that may be helpful uh, for those who are along the way. Certainly, a calorie is not a calorie Hmm. completely. It's really the physiology that it goes into. 
So well, that's an interesting concept. A calorie, it, it, you can look at it differently uh, of calories because one of the things I remember uh, uh, that, that I've heard you talk about is this this concept of caloric density and how there are um, you know a, a calorie may not be a calorie in the mm-hmm. same kind of way. So in one kind of food, it might be different than if you get that calorie from a different kind of food. T- tell me a little bit about that and why that okay. matters <clears throat> if I'm trying to lose weight. Uh, calories are not handled the same all the time. Okay. For example, a fat calorie, unless one is actively exercising at the time, is much more likely to be put into storage than to be burned, whereas our body prefers to use carbohydrate calories to burn. That's the fuel of choice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, uh, fat calories are generally stored, and we need them in reserve. If we eat a lot of fat calories... We eat over the number of calories we need for the day. The fat calories will be stored. Mm -hmm. The carbohydrates Mm -hmm. will be burned. It's just the way the physiology uh, is designed and kind of prefers to run. So is there a difference, for example, between if I have, let's say, you know, a a, a cookie that's 50 calories versus eating a bowl of cantaloupe that has 50 calories in it? I mean, is is there a difference between those calories? They're both calories, right? Uh, yes, they're going to be, uh, they're, they're about the same. They're, another piece that you've brought up with this cantaloupe versus cookie, and I, one kind of fat-free Fig Newton has about the same number of calories as a small cantaloupe. Okay. When you get finished with that uh, same number of calories, mm-hmm. the cantaloupe is going to have filled you up, and you're going to say, I, I'm not, and it'll take you a little longer to eat, too. Right. Oh, you sure. So, so the kind of the hormones start to go in the brain, and you're you're saying, "Well, my stomach's getting full. Maybe I'm not hungry anymore." Mm-hmm. So you're much less likely, or much more likely, to stop eating the cantaloupe when you get done with it. The cookie, it, it'll be like, "I bet you can't eat one because yeah. you're going to need a second one." So there's a way in which these calories drive our eating. And when they're concentrated that way, they tend to encourage us to take more calories in. Mm. So it's, it's, it's part of what's in the more natural food, like, for example, the cantaloupe, that fills me up more. When we choose foods that are high in fiber and water, uh-huh. which in essence have no calories, uh, they are much less likely to end up on us as extra weight. Mm-hmm. Some Any had, other examples like that? Well, I've, I've got uh, several of them here uh, that I've written down. Uh, two uh, kind of cubes of uh, like of cheddar cheese equivalent to about thirty dried apricot halves. Whoa! So we're talking about you know like a an inch square sort of a sure. A, yeah, a I've seen cheese. those little cheese so cubes. So you can imagine those cheese cubes go in pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and you it's hard to stop at just two. Yeah. Whereas thirty dried apricots, you get halfway through, and you said maybe I've had enough of those. Yeah. Right? Another one is uh, <laughs> the uh, you get the. 8.5, what, ounces of gummy bears, right? Oh, yeah. yeah and, familiar with those gummy okay. bears. <laughs> Equivalent of, to about a cup of uh, cantaloupe. Okay? Oh, wow. So uh, I, oh, I said that wrong. It's a, a cup of pineapple. Cup of okay? pineapple. Okay. Cup of pineapple. All right, sure. So, and then a cup of cashews equivalent to about eight baked potatoes with uh, salsa. Now, that's pretty amazing, right? Uh, Say that last one again. A cup of cashews. cup of cashews. Now, that's a whole plant food, right, that's had the shell taken off. But that has about the same number of calories as eight baked potatoes with salsa on top of them. And I'll bet you'd never make it through those eight potatoes. I could not make it through eight potatoes. But that cup of cashews you'll do over a football game. Absolutely. (laughs) And maybe go for a second cup. And maybe go for a second cup, yeah. Ah. So, So there's this kind of concentration of calories that can make a difference in how much we actually eat. 
Now, there's another dimension of this that we should probably spend more time at later, uh, and that is uh, when you eat may make a difference, too. Okay. If you eat a bunch of calories and just lay down and sleep at night, Mm -hmm. we know now from the science that those calories are more likely to be kept. Whereas Mm -hmm. if you uh, eat those same calories in the morning and burn them off during the day, go to bed with an empty stomach, those calories are much more likely to be burned off. More likely to lose weight when you eat your calories in the morning rather than the evening. But more on that at a different time. More, more, more on that at another time. Mm-hmm. But that does make sense mm-hmm. because if I'm uh, up and being active throughout mm-hmm. the day, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not being active when I go to sleep at mm-hmm. night, mm-hmm. sure, it makes mm-hmm. sense. I'd burn calories more during the day. That so is I'd absolutely wanna, correct. I want to eat more mm-hmm. of those in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Well, um, so, Dr. Guthrie, for... For the action item mm-hmm. for, for, for this podcast today, if you wanted to give people just one thing to take away from our time here, uh, what would it be? Long, slow, gradual weight loss yeah. is better than the crash dieting. Okay. That when you lose weight fast, you're likely to be causing trouble. And there's an end to it. Mm-hmm. So go for a long-term lifestyle change. That just takes that weight off bit by bit, bit at a by time. Bit. That's the safest way. Don't let the scales lie to you. Don't even let your mirror lie to you, okay? Because even you look in the mirror and you say, that's still larger than I would like it. Yeah. The benefits are happening internally. There's still health happening. And it happens much faster inside than it does outside. From the appearance of it. Good to know. Good to know. Yes, I worked in the times past at a lifestyle center where people paid lots of money to come in and get changed, Mm -hmm. their lifestyle. They wanted to get rid of their insulin. They wanted to fix their hypertension. They wanted to lose weight. One of the things we did in the gym was to remove all mirrors. Really? Because people that are overweight don't like mirrors. They don't like to look at themselves. (laughs) And there's there's actually good rationale for that. Uh If you look at yourself in the mirror, you're likely to get discouraged. You Uh need to feel how you're doing better with your lifestyle change. So when you talk to your patients about that, uh, do, do you recommend that they kind of stay away from those sort of outward appearance things and just focus on? Certainly the mirror. It's probably yeah. the most potent. Uh, the science does tell us that weighing yourself on a daily basis can help remind you if you're getting off track. Uh, but don't expect it to be always downward. It'll bounce around a little bit. That's okay. That's okay. All right. Uh, just use that as a reminder to move in the right direction. Long, slow, gradual weight chain is best. That's the best way to do it. Okay, good. I like that a lot. Now, in your in your book, just as we're wrapping up here, you have a number of free resources that you offer to people. Yes, and, on and the website. On and the website, more. if people mm-hmm. go to Eat Plants Feel Whole, mm-hmm. and I'm grabbing a copy of your book in my hands right now, and I'm I'm looking at this bonus page mm-hmm. that you've got at the end of the book, mm-hmm. and one of the resources that you offer is something called My New Recipe Rotation. This mm-hmm. comes out of Chapter 13 mm-hmm. in the book, in which you talk about uh, helping people to get into uh, a, a new rotation of kind of frequent recipes. Tell me a little bit about okay. that. Uh, most people, and if you'll stop and think about it for yourself, 
we have the same kind of meals in our family that we tend to do in a rotation. And generally there's 15, maybe 20 that are usually kind of repeated over and over again. I mean, it's easy to, you know, the recipe, it's, everybody's going to like it. So you repeat those. Yeah, that makes so sense. So one of the ways of managing a lifestyle change mm -hmm. is to begin to change those one at a time. Oh. Turn it into a journey, turn it into an expedition to find a new meal that's healthier to take place of one of the others. And as you find that, let it take its place. And you do that, you know, one a month, uh, and pretty soon that whole cycle is changed into a healthy cycle. So it's, it's one of the kind of tricks that, or tools that one can use to move to a healthier lifestyle. You know, that makes sense to me because when I think about my own family, and I've got two kids, um, there tends to be uh, really just a handful of recipes or, 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 or dishes or meals mm -hmm. that when I'm a busy parent and my wife and I are, you know, both working full time and we come home, we kind of default to. It's like, okay, well, we know this is a family favorite. We know the kids are going to eat this. And so, so there really are maybe, I mean, half a dozen uh, or so, particularly evening mm -hmm. meals that mm -hmm. we kind of go back to over and over again. So you're saying this is one tool that can help me to just make some healthier exactly choices right. and options. Do it one at a time. Don't try to jump in all at once. That may be too much for the family. Mm -hmm. But to uh, get there, get to your goal, do one at a time and make it fun. One at a time. Good. Mm -hmm. And so folks can do that using my new recipe rotation free resource Good. that's available Excellent. if you come to eatplantsfeelwhole.com where you can download that resource. Dr. Guthrie, thank you so much for spending the time to, with us today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Todd. And you've been listening to the Eat Plants Feel Whole podcast. This is a limited edition, 15-part series where our goal is to help you to harness the healing power of plants and to transform your health. Uh, I've been your host, Todd Chobatar. If you would like to find out more about Dr. Guthrie's work, you can go to eatplantsfeelwhole.com. And while you're on the web, I hope that you'll also come and discover some great resources for you, uh, for you that are available at adventhealthpress.com. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for our free newsletter. Uh, it has healthy living tips, leadership wisdom, and we have lots of regular giveaways that we do as a part of that newsletter as well. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you.